What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Behind the Facade. This is episode number 97, and uh, we're only three away from the big centenary, and I'm looking forward to doing a show on that one. Now, this week has been a very, very eventful week. Um, one week ago today, I got married, and so I have a new wife. Ilga is her name, and um, thank you to the various people out there who sent whatsapp messages and uh, left posts and stuff in uh, facebook so uh, i'm grateful for all of that it's been a happy time i've uh, been at home with the kids and all of that is very very positive on the other side of it then in the last 24 hours russia has invaded ukraine and why am i bringing that up here well because my wife is Moldovan, which if you're familiar with geography, you'll be aware that Moldova is on the border of Ukraine. And there has been uh, events in the last 24 hours that have actually scared my wife. Uh, she has family living there and they can actually hear bombing and they can hear uh, explosions and stuff. So it's all getting very close to home. So I had intended today to be a bit of a talk on the future of work and how it relates to you know whether you work from home or whether you're going to work in the office what it'll do to the office sector um, that is going to be postponed to another episode i can't really talk about that when this these events are going on uh, i hopefully i'll compose myself and we'll um, talk about that at another time so without further ado let us get into the episode We're listening to Behind the Facade, the number one podcast for investing with a particular focus on the real estate and property investment market. I am your host, Gavin J. Gallagher, and on this podcast, I'm going to be exploring the mental and emotional game often playing out subconsciously, both in your mind and the mind of everyone else in the real estate market. The key to success in this game is to master your mindset and behavior, to take control of your thoughts, your emotions, and most importantly, your ego. Welcome to the show. So welcome back guys, um, episode number 97 and I want to start by saying that today um, the reason I'm recording this like I am doing right now is because I had a coaching session with my coach my and my good friend JP de Villiers. Now if you want to go back to, I can't remember exactly the episode, maybe 37 or 40 or something like that, it was around about the 1st of January 2021. And I brought JP onto the show. So you'll actually, if you go back, you'll find that episode there. But um, I work with JP. He's a, a performance coach, we'll say. And uh, he's a great guy, by the way. I strongly recommend go, you check out his content on YouTube or wherever. But we, as we were having our chat today, we were talking about different things. And he challenged me to make this podcast not just an audio podcast, but a youtube video podcast as well so those of you who are listening in if you wish you can go and check out this video over on youtube you'll find it in my youtube channel gavin j gallagher but you'll also find it under a youtube channel that i probably have not mentioned much in this podcast before but it is the behind the facade podcast youtube channel so you just type in behind the facade podcast you will find that every single episode that i have done in the last 24 months or thereabouts 
is uploaded there now none of them there none of them are video they're all audio to date this is going to be the first video version that goes up there so here it is and the the, the challenge with with uh, jp was to do it unedited unscripted um unpolished <laughs> and so here it is warts and all just as i am speaking to you I'm not going to be doing any editing or anything so what you hear is how it came out and so let's get into the show shall we so yes eventful week got married enjoying the glow of my uh, recent nuptials i'm really enjoying just a couple of days spent the weekend we're really having a great time the kids happen to be off as well it's midterm break and so we just we did we decided not to take a honeymoon now but to actually postpone it until we're, we're having a wedding reception in a couple of weeks time so we decided let's do the honeymoon after the reception and so that's what we've planned to do and that's all fine we we decided to kind of just hang out with the the kids during the midterm break which has been nice and everything was going great until 24 hours ago and russia invaded ukraine now uh, that may to anyone who doesn't have relatives or anything like that in Ukraine or in the Eastern Europe area, this episode might seem very unusual. You come here for real estate advice, real estate guidance, investment advice, and whatever it might be, uh, interviews and things like that with thought leaders from the real estate space. This is, you know, off the uh, first of all, unscripted, but second of all, it is talking about, you know, the Ukraine invasion and, and this whole crisis. Now, I will circle it around and bring in a real estate aspect in terms of whether I think this is going to impact the investment market, whether I think it's going to impact the um, you know money, uh, the cost of borrowing, all of that kind of stuff. So it's not going to be completely unconnected, but this is kind of unscripted. So I'm just giving you my thoughts as they sort of come to my head. Um, so in the last few days, I have been watching the the russian tensions and you will have heard me talking about this in the past i always talk about the fact that there are the three the four e's there's your ego there's your emotions there's the economy and then there are events and i usually refer to you know geopolitical events events like this the the invasion of a european nation um, by another nation uh, is a pretty big event and in terms of the world stage this is way up there. I mean, there's nothing like this in uh, in the last 70 years. This is effectively like World War II. Um, it's that serious. And so this is um, something that I think we should all be paying attention to, whether or not we get obsessed with it. I have a particular reason to be quite closely watching this. Um, my new wife, Ilga, is Moldovan. She She's from Moldova. And if you check your geography, Moldova is nestled right in next to Ukraine. It is uh, borders the country. And uh, as my wife was growing up, she if it's a landlocked country. Moldova is landlocked. As she grew up, she used to go to the, if she wanted to go to the seaside, to the beach, whatever, they would jump on their car and they would drive to Odessa in uh, the, um, you know, on the Black Sea. And that is in Ukraine. And Odessa... Is currently being bombed by the Russian military and it's only about a two-hour drive or three-hour drive from where she where my wife grew up so this is all pretty close to home but even closer is the fact that 
two of her grandmothers are living on the border with Ukraine. And when I say on the border, like literally a couple of kilometers from the border. And the, they can hear bombing and they can hear explosions and uh, all of this. So it's, it's gotten very, very close to home. And as you can imagine, it is very, very concerning for my wife. She's concerned about the, the welfare and safety of her family. And uh, the funny thing is, in the immediate aftermath of our wedding last Friday, we were talking about, will we try, you know, will we book a honeymoon or will we just stay home? And then we said, why don't we go to Moldova? And why don't we go and visit the family and bring the kids along? It's midterm break. We can take the kids and have a couple of days where they get to see their granny and stuff. And this was actually what we were planning to do. And we were going to leave on uh, Monday night, arriving Tuesday morning. And uh, we were literally... Like I had the phone uh, app out and I was putting our names into it. And for whatever reason, we decided at the last minute just to kind of cancel it because um, I think it was the return flights were a little bit difficult and, and more expensive or whatever it was that put us off. We decided not to bother with that trip. And thank God we didn't because yesterday, in light of what was happening next door in Ukraine, Moldova has declared a state of emergency and has actually closed their airspace. So we would not be flying out on the flight this evening and we would be stuck in Moldova, unable to get a flight. I mean, we could obviously drive to Romania, but um, Romania, the drive is about two and a half hours uh, just to get to the border of Romania. And then you have, you know, it's a big country, Romania. You have hours and hours until you get to the next airport. So it's... I mean, we're, first of all, we feel very lucky that we didn't go on the trip with our kids. Second of all, we're actually thinking to ourselves, uh, our, uh, you know, first of all, are Ilga's immediate, you know, sister and mother and father, are they safe? Because they live in Chisinau and it is just around the corner from Ukraine. And looking at the, at the kind of history of Ukraine, you know, the, one of the excuses that Vladimir Putin of Russia has been saying is, is that, you know, there is this Russian, um, there's these Russian separatists, as they call them, in Ukraine, and he has been backing them for the last eight years since they invaded uh, Crimea. And he has been backing them. Um, Donbass or Donblas is the name of the area. And um, this was the pretext he's used for this invasion that he was going in to kind of help those Russian people in the separatist areas. Now, Moldova also has a separatist area and it is called Transnistria. And both of her grannies live in Transnistria. And so this is all kind of deeply concerning. And so you can imagine going from the honeymoon feeling, everyone's good and it's all very happy. And suddenly it you know, Russia has invaded Ukraine, there's bombs being dropped, there's tanks circling Kiev, there's people dying. I mean, it is all kind of surreal. And all of this happened on Ilga's mother's birthday. So that has added a little bit of extra spice into all of this. Now, just to find sort of finally on this particular point, uh, we would also, I'm, my thoughts are going out to, to one of um, our friends, and she uh, and her husband live here in Ireland. Her husband um, stayed behind and she flew back to Ukraine with their newborn baby to go and visit family. Uh, 
and uh, she's back in Ukraine for the last couple of weeks. These tensions have been building up. Everyone kind of thought that it was an awful lot of talk, that it wasn't actually going to go anywhere. And then suddenly yesterday, the bombs started going off and airplanes and everything. And um, she is a, a mother with a new, like a, a tiny infant in Ukraine with no way of getting out. And her husband back here in Ireland, you can imagine the state that he's in. And so she, um, yesterday, she got in a taxi. Uh, her parents came with her and they drove to the Polish border and they got, she got out with the infant and the parents went back home to Ukraine and she crossed into the Polish, um, into Poland with her newborn baby, along with thousands of other people who were there as uh, refugees. Um, and so essentially she's going in with these thousands of people. So do you think they can find anywhere to stay? Hotels all booked up, bed and breakfasts booked, you know, that's it. And so try doing this with an infant, like a, the baby is less than a year old. And so, you know, I just think that we have to kind of, uh, take stock of the situation that we're in. If you're not affected by this, this is all seems very removed. But when you know people that are going through this and when you're getting phone calls from them and they're running for their lives and stuff like that, it all brings it very, very close to home. And it does make me feel incredibly grateful for the life and uh, stuff that I just take for granted. You know, it's, um, it's very easy to get caught up in life and think that, you know, you've, you've got these problems like, oh, maybe the, the Wi-Fi is broken in your house or, you're, you know, you've just dropped your phone and the screen has broken or something like that. All of these things that seem to be, you know, a problem for you, really, if you just think in the big scale, these are nothing. These are things that you should be grateful for. And uh, as a friend of mine, a good friend of mine used to say, he says, you know, it's like leaves on your swimming pool. Uh, you know, these are first world problems. These are not problems that we really should really dwell on. And we should really just be grateful for everything that we have and, and just try to kind of go with the flow. We have shelter. Like this evening, I'm going home to a home. I'm going home to safety. I'm going home with healthy, you know, I've got, I'm healthy. And I'm going home to a fridge full of food. The amount of people that are sleeping in the subways and metro in Ukraine, the amount of people that their building that they live in has just been bombarded and it's blown to smithereens and they're out in the streets, you know, trying to figure out what to do. They can't get out of the country, whatever it might be. We don't have those problems. And so, you know, just take stock. And um, let me just get into very briefly before I bring this all to an end. Where is this going to take us with the market? And um, those four E's that I mentioned before, events. This is an event that is going to have ramifications. And I think the reason, there's a couple of reasons why. First of all, if you think about it from the point of view of inflation, we are in a high inflationary uh, period because of COVID. We've only just come out of COVID. Things are getting back to normal. And suddenly we have these events taking place and it is most definitely going to impact energy costs, fuel, um, gas prices, all of that are going to shoot up. Um, I was watching the news yesterday and the cost of Brent crude oil shot up something like seven or eight percent just on the day. And this is going to filter through 
into our pockets it's going to cost you know it's going to for us to go and switch on the electricity the electricity bills are going to be going up everything is going to be going up and that is going to feed into the inflation that was already a problem and so it's going to mean that there's probably going to be greater pressure on central banks to do something about this inflation and so potentially who knows will it impact our borrowing um, rates i think it probably will will it impact prices of property that's a big question personally i don't think it will to a great extent because and i've gone into it in the past on this podcast we've got here in ireland anyway we've got massive supply demand imbalances and so that is just going to continue to drive the price of property in the market but it may impact sentiment because when you've got war going on uh, in europe uh, it could just make people a little bit more cautious about investing and so it could just dry out the investment market or what it might do is it might impact the stock market which might have this kind of wealth effect or or, or a wealth reducing effect so that is potentially something that could also impact us um, in terms of just the, the bigger picture i'm a little bit concerned that ukraine could expand into a wider problem for europe you've got vladimir putin you know he started a war i don't know what like he is a master tactician or he has been in the past he seems to have run rings around us we don't seem to know how to deal with him when he invaded and took uh, you know annexed crimea we you know the european union and america and everyone imposed sanctions on him financial sanctions did that have any effect it's like you know he brushes it off like water off a duck's back um i'm sure he was thinking four or five moves ahead about this invasion thinking is anyone you know what are they going to do they're going to sanction me what can they possibly do i even i've heard news reports that his he he's report reputedly owns this super yacht that was getting repaired in holland or something like that and a, a couple of weeks ago it even though the repairs had not been finished it was ordered back to russian uh, waters and that is because that boat was probably going to be seized and uh, on the basis that it was going to be seized he was thinking ahead and he had the boat removed uh, back into his own waters so this just gives you an idea he's thinking way ahead and um, and so these sanctions are not going to have any impact and so what happens next he goes and he encircles the entire ukraine ukraine you know they're not going to give up easily i've heard the various men out there talking about it sorry about the noise outside the window if you can hear that but i think that this is going to turn into a protracted uh, war with ukraine and i actually worry about places like moldova because they have disputed territories that also are sort of backed by russian separatists and so after ukraine perhaps he decides to have an adventure in moldova and then he's looking at the uh, the expansion of nato and so you've got estonia latvia and uh, lithuania you have to just wonder like where does he see himself like getting out is he just going to kind of back away and say right you know i'm done now or is he is this going to go further just a bit concerned that this uh, is not the start this is only this is not the end this is only the beginning and this could be going on for you know years to come i don't think this is the kind of thing that ends in the next you know three months or something i remember when i lived in qatar 
um, Syria was just, you know, there was a bit of social unrest and there was people starting to protest and they were getting shot at and things. Here we are like 10, 12 years later and you're looking at the total destruction of Syria in, a, in that civil war. Um, are we looking at something similar in Ukraine and potentially, you know, expanding into Eastern Europe and impacting Poland perhaps and, um, and, and other countries? All is going to be um, to be discovered. Anyway, guys, look, I hope that this unusual podcast um, didn't throw you guys off too much. I hope it hasn't upset you in any way. Um, just want to wish you all a safe and healthy week, and we'll be back to the normal stuff next week. Take care. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in to Behind the Facade. If you enjoyed the show or found it useful in any way at all, please take a moment to leave a review over on iTunes or alternatively share it out on social media or to, with a friend who you think the podcast could help. If you have any questions or topics you'd like me to cover in future episodes, please connect with me via my Facebook group, Behind the Facade Community. And the longtime listeners will be aware that I have a YouTube channel called Gavin J. Gallagher, where I have recently begun posting these episodes. These actual podcast episodes are up there to watch and shorter videos, videos from the construction site that we have at the moment and various other kind of bits of advice and stuff that I put up there. So go and check it out. If you're not a fan of YouTube, you can stay in touch with the various projects I am working on by joining my tribe over at GavinJGallagher.com. And while you're there, you'll be able to check out the online learning and education stuff that I have on the real estate business, including my mastermind. That's all for now, guys. I'll see you back here next week.